We just more waterfall that, all right? Okay. I don't have herpes or nothing. Actually, but right here. yeah, if you have like a little cut, oh shit! Yeah, just dump that in there. Just pull me a shot. Fuck it. It looks clean. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's alcohol. It's gonna exactly. Kill it. okay, it's gonna anyways. kill it anyways. It'll be gone. in the process I'm pretty much stuck that's not much bro I'm about to film this podcast let me get at you after this once again think we're ready man we back we're back for the joker and the smoker episode 16 welcome to the show everybody how's it going brandon it's going great man how's it going with you isaac pretty good dude pretty good it's been uh i just clocked my first 44 oh, first plus 40 hour week in like over four months so bad, yeah man. like it's not like i make enough to live and pay my bills without right. working 40 hours a week but i do have to say working 44 hours this week Got me feeling some type of way, dude. I'm in an extremely good mood. I'm, I was like well rested all week long. I got some uh, compliments from my higher up, so I'm uh, feeling feeling quite good about myself, dude. I don't know. The energy is just nice right now. I don't know what the moon cycle is or something like that. You know, I did not get compliments from my higher ups. I got yelled at. <laughs> oh no, that's not good. About what? Okay, so you you can tell me if I'm an asshole on this one. Okay. All right. So. The whole government stealing my money through my job, whatnot. Of course. Right? Uh, garnishing. Um, they garnished your wages entirely too long. So now that yeah. they took it out for too many months past when you owed it, you now yes. have, you, they owe it back to you. Yes. Okay. Yes. So what's the pro- progress on that? It's all cleared up. Okay. Right? It's all cleared up. The issue is, which I didn't think it was an issue. I thought it was me being polite. Okay. I contacted HR, Human Resources. I, yeah. And I said... Don't do a thing. Yeah. But this is what's going on. Yeah. Because you were trying to contact the IRS and all that. Yeah. Right? Well, not IRS. It's just the uh, Federal like, Reserve it, or whatever. Yeah, federal uh, Treasury. Okay. All right. So they have their own department, you know. Exactly. They have to. All the, all the wings yeah. and branches of the government. <laughs> so anyways, it was just nonsense to the point where it's like, so I what? No. Okay. So I sent her this message and I was like, it is not on you. I know it's not on you. Yeah, exactly. You are great at what you do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is. Uh, I am also sorry that I I come to you with the worst kind emails. Of, yeah. <laughs> like with the worst issues because I just went and did like a dentist appointment. Okay. And we have dental, but we also have supplemental, and I pay for supplemental. And I don't know if you know how supplemental insurance works. You just pay a certain proportion based on if you're going to use it or not. Right? No, I well I I have to pay monthly. Okay. Yes, but uh. You go to the dentist. You pay first. Okay, and then they and reimburse then they, you once you reach a certain Yes, amount. yes. A, okay, a different I think, company will. I think I have the same thing. Okay. So, uh, which we had Aflac. So, I sent them in my claim, and it's supposed to be fucking like within five days. You're supposed okay. to have your money back. Direct deposit in oh, the bank, then, right? Yeah. So Close it, case. Bro, I went to the dentist in November. Okay. I didn't get paid till March. 
from Affleck. Jeez, that's a little bit of a delay in the system. No shit. It was just like. Was he think it was just processing, or you think like? Uh, no, <laughs> they're just bad at their job, and that happens true. to me. I feel like they're not um, bad at their job. Every now and then, there's going to be a case that slips through the fingers. It happens to everybody. Exactly. People aren't perfect. We yeah, we've all we've all been the 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 paperwork that is yeah. lost or missing. But the issue is, it happens to me with every fucking thing. <laughs> every fucking thing. I feel you. That's that's like a bit I'm trying to work on. Is like I have a lot of nice things, but there's something wrong with all of it. <laughs> you know, every single like, fucking thing. Yeah. So. I sent that email to her and said, hey, like, it's not on you. Okay. Just know this letter's coming through. I just want to, like, inform you, like, they might have contacted well, yeah. you. Giving like, you the, this is all, all the information worked out. you'll need so you're yeah. not more surprised than yeah. I was. All you have happened. to do is receive a letter. And once you receive a letter, you can stop the Check your email like normal, yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's an actual, oh, okay, from the federal actual, government, okay, it has to be a letter. Yeah, yeah, that's the, if, if the if the government wants to get a hold of you, they will mail you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they won't call you on your phone and say, this is the IRS. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> they, they're going to mail you a letter. It's legit. Definitely. Your last known uh, address, they will be there. Uh, and if you're wanted enough, they'll bring the the warrants too. But yeah. luckily not in your case. So, so HR, what, what happened though? Like. She got a letter on, like, two days ago. Okay. The issue is the fucking Federal Reserve called me back. Okay. And they said, no, we, we have proof we've sent that letter out. I was like, okay, when did you send it out? Yeah. They told me when they sent it out. Like, December or January? Old lady was on vacation. Oh, wow. No, it's not, oh, wow, check your fucking mail when you get back from vacation. That's true, yeah, like, no one forwarded her the mail that was missing, like... Don't even forward her, just collect <laughs> it there. She can deal with it. Yeah. So, um, so she missed that paperwork entirely. And now, because of that, where, where, where does that leave you? Uh, it, it all got dealt with. Okay. So it's all cleared up on my part, but I'm an asshole for bringing it up. Because she was out on vacation and missed the paperwork and forgot to collect her mail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say, you know, you're not an asshole. But, like, I know what you mean, though. Sometimes it feels like like it's hard not to feel like a burden when you are the person going to any other individual, whether it's HR or, like, a significant other or a friend. And, and like, if you have to deal with someone else to get your own personal uh, situations resolved, you can feel like a burden. Right. And, 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 you know, it's like you said, I'm not trying to make your life any harder, HR, but you're – your title is human resources and I'm a human and I need resources and you're fucking up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And last time I checked, ch collect your mail when you get back from vacation, you know, can human resources people file sexual assault? Cause um, this girl's banging. I, bro. Think, <laughs> I think it might be a conflict of interest. I'm not, I don't know that I've yet to hear. Uh, uh, exactly. Right. A, a scandal. So I could out like of the HR department. I could like not assault her. <laughs> but be more aggressive towards her, and she can't file a report. I'll be like, that's well, not that like, she can't, but she works yeah. there. She works you, in that department. This she, is slander. She better than anyone would know where the further pushing boundaries of that line are. So she'll <laughs> probably not if do you, it. If you wanted to teeter that line, that fine line of where is the HR line at work? <laughs> I love teetering lines. Me too, dude. Like, like that's a funny thing. I was like, all the. I feel like like uh, it's a Hunter S. Thompson quote. Those only those who know the only people who know where the edge at edge is at is the ones who've gone over it, and exactly. that's totally true, man. Exactly. As I'm someone not, who's gone over it a couple of times, yeah, I know exactly where it's at. I'm not talking about like the law. Yeah, I'm just talking about like doing some sketchy shit, it, like it, your safety. You talking is, like uh, pe petty theft or like uh, no, no, I said not breaking the law. Like every now and then, yeah, so you like white lies and like fun. yeah, you know. But I'm like. Like, every now and then, you got to put yourself at risk. That makes it fun. 
You got just, like if you li- yeah, if you live life without taking any risks, there's no excitement, right? Right, and uh, they uh, could be dumb risks. Like you might not get anything out of it other than enjoyment. Just yeah, ju- just the momentary in, uh, thrill. Right, like, that's to me what uh, what thrill seekers or daredevils are all about. It's like the momentary surge of adrenaline through your uh, yeah. body. It's like. Oh, I, I love for this. I like it on some things, but other things I'm less not. I'm surprised by the things that make me um, make my blood rush. You yeah. know, so sometimes it's like really stupid. Like, have you ever? I'm sure you have, because we all have. Because all of us, I feel like anyone who has a social media account has been in an argument online. Um, but have have you ever like read a comment or like somebody responded to something that you said online or something, and you just like fill with this fury? I wanted that to happen. <laughs> I left a baited question out there, but oh, yeah? well, I'll bring. I'll, we're going to get back to that. <laughs> no, like so. You talked about risk taking, like getting your blood going and whatnot, My like adrenaline, adrenaline pumping, going. Yeah. Like there are some things that like adrenaline junkies do. Yeah, that I can't do. Like okay. I'm too scared of it. I guess you'd say like wingsuiting. No, I would probably do that. <laughs> I, would I would try. Do that. I, I want to but try it. The whole like free solo climbing or oh, like free slacklining, like yeah. walking across like basically high rope with high tightrope walking. Yeah, or uh, like. Uh, the whole thing where like they're walking on the tallest buildings ever, yeah. and then, like going down oh, doing oh, one arm uh, pull ups. Basically, kind of parkour. Yeah, like, I'm not for, doing that. Fuck the, you. <laughs> crazy Russians, dude! I swear they're all Russian. But I like to do other shit that's fun. <laughs> yeah, like I get anxiety when I just watch those videos. That's sure. what I'm saying. Like I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's for sure. Like, um, if I'm not mistaken, the research I've watched on it, I watched um a documentary called Free Solo. Yeah, and it was either on Hulu or Netflix, Netflix. about Alex Honnold, and he um I think it was in that documentary, uh, they had him go into an MRI machine, yeah. and what the what the uh, conclusion was was that he's insane. Not insane is that his amygdala, the part in your brain, the amygdala. That is the part that controls fear response. Yeah. So his amygdala is just um, not tuned like the rest of ours. It takes it takes a significantly higher amount of stimulation for Alex Honnold to be scared of a situation than it does us. And the way they tested that was they put him in an MRI machine and they showed him pictures of like a shipwreck, like a hurricane, like different okay. kinds of pictures of situations that would trigger your brain into because like if you have eyes and you're not blind, most of your sensory input. Is, is processed through your eyes into your brain, and that, that sparks the response. So would, so you said that, and I was going to come back at— But that at, guy just climbs 2,000-foot well, cliffs I, I with was no gonna, I was no going to come back at you with, uh, okay, so they were just testing one thing, but you said they showed him different pictures, multiple different pictures. I, I believe so. So— To my knowledge. Like, I—so what is a phobia? Is that, like, psychic? Psychic, like, mm. what is it? Psychology, like, yes, they're, they're the, fucked the, up the, in the, the head. The psychology of pho- so, yeah. So if that's if, not if a you, fear, that's like if you have a phobia, that would like encroach into the same part of the brain, I believe, yeah. like that that amygdala. But that just means that certain things trigger the action, the fear response in your amygdala. Yeah. More so or higher than other things. And that's what interests me about phobias, whether it's like heights or spiders or any kind of weird things. Like we all have this trigger inside of us right. that just like, boom, you know, well, can, can flip a switch that will set it's, you into a different mode. Fear is no such, drugs involved. Fear is such a weird like feeling because like it's I a survival instinct, I think. But, but the, it's not like I'm scared to death of snakes. Like I don't fuck around with snakes. Okay. And I think that's like a primal fear. But then I'm also scared of fucking clowns because I went to a haunted house when I was really young. Okay. And it wasn't supposed to be like a scary haunted house. Right. But 
a clown was throwing a ball back and forth. Yeah. And I was young enough to be like scared because it, like the setting was scary enough. Exactly. Okay. But before and, you're, yeah. And then we were throwing a big, like big red ball, the big fucking like medicine balls. Okay. Not like heavy stuff. But yeah, but, like, before, yeah, yeah. yeah, before they were medicine balls, they yeah. were just played. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we were throwing one of those back and forth and he missed it and it hit his nose and his nose fell off. And I said, fuck this. <laughs> like, I don't like you fucking clowns. It. <laughs> exactly. So like, I'm scared of that. Like that also okay. gives me a fear, but I don't think that's a that it's not the same fear I get yeah. from a snake. From an actual yeah yeah yeah. There's different types of fear, right? But so so, so that would be like so would the that, psychology that, behind the different types of so, fear. So what I'm saying, saying is that 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 would doesn't affect the amygdala same, or whatever the fuck you it. Same part of the it. brain. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, that would be that'd be really interesting to do some research on because arguably you have like um. Um, so, so if, if you're if you're a big fan of, of fiction or like Star Wars or any kind of any anything that's that's fiction, you have to suspend disbelief in order to exist in the world that the thing exists in. You know, in order to believe in Star Wars while you're watching the movie, you suspend disbelief. And b- what I mean when I say suspend disbelief is that you're willing to believe in lightsabers. You're willing to believe in dragons. I, I am because I watch Game of Thrones and like dark magic and these things. So whenever you, whenever you are a fully conceptualized adult and you have these notions of things, the way that they're broken down, um, you know how they're gonna. You know how they should play out, or like you have an idea of how they go. If you're, you know, not like how old did you say you were when the clown's nose fell off? Uh, dude, I was like six, seven, eight. Yeah, you know, if you're six, seven, or eight, and you think a clown is a person like humans are, and all of a sudden their nose falls off, there's no suspension of disbelief involved. That's reality, and it just happened. Yeah, that like, shit. No, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so the implications of of reality as it unfolds before us can be extremely alarming just because of the unexpected nature of it. And I think, like, I feel in 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 my own personal honest opinion, like I have some kind of tuned in response to very clutch scenarios like very i don't want to say like panic stricken scenarios but like when shit hits the fan and gets real i can maintain my composure and react and like not I'm that i want to be involved yeah. in like an active shooter thing or anything no no no, no. but like when, no, I wouldn't say when, that. when when the state of energy heightens to panic mode i go into alert mode or survival yeah, mode i would i would say but I think it's in different situations. Exactly. If yeah. You've been as, there as long before. as, as like, yeah, as long as I'm not the one that 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 situation's happening to. Right. If I'm just uh, um kind of a third party bystander of the panic, because I feel like you know you see on the news like these things happen, terrorist attacks and all these things, and like nine eleven footage of nine eleven, you see people like running away, like looking behind them at, at, at all the chaos that's happening, and all of us are like, all of us are exposed to this chaos of our daily lives, but. A certain amount of it on the spectrum is measured, and we expect a certain amount of it. And I think the fear that we encounter comes on the sides of the spectrum that are unexpected. Whether it be a clown when you're six, right. or you know, an active shooter when you're 16 in the high school unexpectedly. Like fear, that that's what is amazing to me about fear is it doesn't require any familiarity. It's there all the time you know it's just i just it's a it's an active response you don't want to die that's from day one but you don't know that you're scared until you are scared right like you don't know what you're scared of until you have that feeling like right to me it's not the same kind of feeling as liking or loving or wanting or needing or or those kinds of things it's it's a whole different survival response like i would say well that's fear along with a few very select other words or feelings i would categorize into survival instincts exactly it's a survival instinct it's born and bred into you like love you can live without love but survive you have have to survive 
And if you and I feel like if you are dying, it's absolutely like like there's no way that fear won't set in. Like that, know, that, that's why there's been so much clinical success in the the loose research of using psychedelics to I treat just about cancer to bring that patients. Yeah. I was just about to bring that up. It's not even cancer patients. It's people who terminal are dying. Life, yeah, people who are terminally no, dying. No, it's not even terminally dying. It's just people who are dying. They say you give them people some fucking uh, psilocybin. Yeah. Mushrooms. They'll feel a lot better about the, the fact they're about to die. They don't say it. They Exactly. It's not that they feel a lot better. They come to terms with it. That they, they come have to lived. Peace that with they it. have exactly. Existence. Yeah. They understand what is going on on a clearer level. Yeah. And they say like it. It's crazy how it truly affects and, the elderly who are going through that, who they've done the trials on. And dude, all I can think about, like I, I'm, I'm only, I'm, I say, it, I feel like I say it every episode. I'm going to be 28 this year. In my short 28 years of existence. The psychedelic experiences I've had have been extremely profound. I can only imagine being 70, 60, 70, 80 years old, taking shrooms or some crazy acid for the first time. No shit. And, and suddenly, like, and that's the thing, man. Uh, like, to round off this conversation, like, psychedelics allow you to ingest a little piece of paper or a little milligram dosage of something, and suddenly the veil is peeled back just a little bit. And you suddenly see there's nothing to be afraid of. This fear is out of conditioning. Like, there are things that we're all conditioned into out of the societal structure that we're a part of and we have no control over until you figure out how to cut the, the marionette strings that we're all attached to. Because we all kind of have strings that are pulled by, not other people necessarily, but society. We're like, you got to get a job, go to work, go to school, do those things. Like, to me, those are the strings of the world pulling you along. Right. And only, like, until you grab a pair of scissors and be like, I got to cut this shit real quick and see what, where I'm going or what I'm moving to. And, you know, because can you, can you imagine being terminally ill and just being like, you're given a timeline. You have six months to live. Holy shit, dude. Like if some if a doctor went and told me that right now, I literally have no idea how I would respond. I, really I was crazy no. thinking about that today. Yeah. Like honestly, I dude, I was driving over here thinking about that. Yeah. Like if I was informed that I had a certain amount like because what, what doctors, I do? doctors are wrong. Often. Science I'm sorry. and medicine can be. It, it is, happened yeah. to me. I'm sorry. It, it happens. Yeah. But I would change the way I'm living to try to live longer. I would. Try, like try to make things better. Yeah. But I think I would do the whole dog or cat thing and honestly just leave everybody who loved me, not tell them what I like. Cause cats and dogs will do that. They'll go hide somewhere mm -hmm. and then die when they feel it's coming on. They'll be like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm like, I, they don't need to see me. They don't need to find me. Yeah, they try to hide as best as they can. And then they'll die. And that's that the dude. Like I, I Obviously, I'm still alive, and I've never, I've never had like any really close near-death experiences. Couple times, well, not like me but, actually being yeah. injured, but like an inch from a fucking car wreck, which yeah. yes, you can live from. Yeah, but like from I where like, I was, it was like I'm not living. Exactly. Yeah, and then the difference between like that and what we're talking about is like when death is certain. Like we've all, right. like some of us have had near-death experiences, but when it is upon you. I believe there's a, a, a chemical release in your body that happens. And I don't know what that is about about uh, cats and dogs and stuff. But I just know – and, you know, like I don't know if my dad would want me to tell this story. But I want to tell it, and that's why I'm going to tell it. Like my grandmother, my father is one out of, uh, I believe, a family of nine, like five sisters and a couple brothers. Damn. Um, 
Yeah, maybe maybe six or seven. My mom's one of nine. But anyways, big family. Damn. Yeah, I know. I have a lot of aunts and uncles. It's really weird. Um, you, is your family religious? Uh, not really. That that's what everyone Damn. thinks. Like Catholic families are really big. But yeah. my mom had five brothers and four sisters, and my dad had four, three sisters and one brother. So yeah. But anyways, um, my father actually, my 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 grandmother passed away. Uh, I believe in 2013. But I, I still remember when it happened uh, pretty vividly. Uh, and all I really know, I haven't even talked to my dad about it really, but all I know is that, to my understanding, my grandmother, whatever happened, happened. And she took it upon herself, as this was happening, to put herself in the bathtub that was in her own home. Because I, I, I'm under the impression that my grandmother knew she was dying and as we all learn, as we get older, when you die, you release your bowels. Okay. And well, yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> you got a point. And Not me in the lab. Oh, mean, no. That's the crazy thing, though. Yeah. It's funny that you it shit is, yourself is, when you die. Yeah, it really is funny. But the crazy thing about it is when you're in those moments, my grandmother had the mind to face death and say, I'm going to make this as easy as possible for whoever has to pick this body up. That kind of really struck me hard when I, when, I, when I conceptualized it. And I was like, dear God, like we all really do face death and, and when it comes. And she knew that it was coming and saw it as that it was approaching and had the, had the mind to go and do that. And right. that just that, that blows my mind. I don't even know how we got there, but but yeah, man, that was crazy. We didn't even try to go into any segments or anything. It's uh, th- this is podcast number sixteen, I think, right? Yeah, sixteen podcasts, dude. If we've done two every week, that's like a, an average of eight weeks, which yeah, is pretty good. Two months, yeah. That is two months, man. It has been. Hell yeah, dude, pound it. Joker and the smoker. So, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? You said you were gonna play me a phone call. Do you want to play no, on the podcast? Talking <laughs> about dicks. Well, that, the phone call was me getting yelled at. Oh, okay, oh okay. and then we got a couple people quitting their job at really? my job already. And it's like the busy season. So like, hey, we know you we we want you to do all this stuff. But uh why don't you uh why don't you do some more shit since these yeah. people quit? Just add this onto your uh workload. It's like okay, whatever. Whatever you want me to do, I don't give a shit. And we're the exact opposite at Ace right now. We're overstaffed. Which is fine, but it still makes provides for a chaotic situation. I put my name out there to hire some dude, and he fucked me over. That's the worst. So man. I ain't doing it again. Nah, I don't Fuck them. Yeah, I. It, it's um at a certain like if you're working at McDonald's or like Arby's or like Walmart or something like you can quit your job and go find something new. I don't care. Also, yeah, like no disrespect to anyone who has those jobs, but it reflects more so on the individual and the person coming in. If you really do put your ass on the line and be like, hey, I know somebody who can work for us. That takes balls. It really And that's does. what I did. And but then I also pre-inferenced it with my boss. Yeah. I was like, hey, I don't even know this fucking dude. Yeah. I met him at BMV, at the BMV. He said he was needed a new job. He was trying to get hired somewhere else. I was like, he looked he looked good. Yeah, that, that, that's good. He on, didn't that, look like he was addicted to heroin, so I think we can give him a job. Yeah, that's um, that's good on your boss because like all you can do, like like the best thing you can do as an individual is not cast judgment on first impressions and give somebody an opportunity, whether you're an employer or an entrepreneur. The one of the best things you can do is give somebody a chance, but you have to be rest assured. That you're gonna get fucked at least fifty percent of the time. Ooh, are you kidding <laughs> you know? me? Yeah, I've been working at my job for 
five years now, we've yeah. been fucked at ninety like percent. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason that twenty, thirty year olds don't have a job and can come work seasonal. Yeah, t- every now and then. Yeah, like okay, they hit hard times. Their their job was downsizing. They got fucked. But and the people that come in to like work with us, they show no initi- initiative. People, show initiative. Do more than what your job details, and you will get fucking hired. If you don't like where you're at in your company, do fucking more. Don't get asked to do more. Just start doing fucking more. I'm not saying go run a fucking table or be a fucking manager. Sweep a fucking floor when you're not asked to. Yeah. If it's dirty, pick it up. No, no shit. <laughs> it's know? that fucking simple. It, really it, it might not be your job. Do it. it doesn't Somebody's yeah. fucking watching. Somebody's going to see it and okay. you'll get hired. Why did I get hired out on my job? Because I showed that shit. Yeah. And then like, dude, that, that's the perfect word for it is initiative. Initiative is kind of like intuition. I don't know if we talked about that one week or not, but like intuition and initiative go hand in hand in my opinion, because no matter where you're at in life, whether you're at home or at work or at school, you feel a certain type of way. If you're in, if you're in a classroom, you feel compelled to sit at the desk and look forward. Right. You know, if you're at work, you feel compelled to pay attention and get whatever task is necessary complete. Unless you don't give a fuck. And if you don't give a fuck at your job, ask yourself why you're there. And if the answer to that question is money, that's okay. But still, try to give a little bit of a fuck. No, you, know? you don't have to give a fuck. If you're just there for money. Okay, that's fine. But be don't, there but, for money. But don't do your job shit. Go find another job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Go find you a job that you can give extra. a fuck about. Exactly. Yeah, and that, that's what I want people to understand because the unemployment rate is already, it's uh, to my understanding, it's as low as it's ever been. But right now, we're at a unique place. Uh, it, 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 we're at a unique place in the economy where there are more jobs than there are people applying for them. I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah? You understand that unemployment, like the unemployment rate, only means like the people who have been unemployed for six months. Six plus. No, right. no, no, no. Six months. Because then they can go on welfare and it's not unemployment anymore. If they're not looking for a job, a.k.a. being on welfare. So if you want to properly talk about those statistics, you need to also alongside provide welfare yeah, statistics? Yeah, not welfare, but you need to look at the whole stat. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which brings me to if a If people topic outside of six bring, months so, yeah. fall into welfare, to me it's important to categorically uh, discern those two kinds of fields because if you don't know what percentage of the population you're talking about, the percentage doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. But that's the main issue, like – I don't want to talk shit about Donald. I'm not trying to get political. Oh, no, yeah. But when he, when he brought up, like, oh, unemployment's the lowest it's ever been, it's like, okay, Stock so market's the highest it's ever been. How, yeah. how many caveats are, are there to that? Because you understand that unemployment yeah. only goes through so long. How Be- easy is it to take the credit for something? I think, I, 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 think I actually misspoke, and I think you're actually right. Because I think you get paid unemployment for six months. So after that six months, you're not no longer unemployed. You just don't have a job. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and, yeah. And your job could be putting springs on a microphone stand, or it could be and do better because mine just <laughs> fucking broke. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and dude, that that that's the crazy thing. Like, for one man to take an entire, like, in- insane thing like that, like, oh, the unemployment rate is the lowest it's ever been, thanks to me. How full of yourself could you be? How much more could you not understand the full concept of what this thing is because you had zero to do with it? The only time I think you could, like, honestly say that is if you opened a warehouse and or employed some store millions of in people. every single yeah. city, in every single state, everywhere, and be like, unemployment went down by so much. Which would be crazy. I, I feel like I don't hear about enough. Like, okay, so 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 there's two kinds of businesses, right? Public and private. Yeah. So public is where like your like a, a mom and pop shop, right? 
No, public is where everybody can buy in. Also, Uber just went Uber today, uh, April 11th or 12th, had their IPO. I think yeah. they're like like hundred some billion, bro. Damn. Stupid. No, no. So, so. But, 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 but okay. So, pri- private companies aren't traded on the stock exchange. Public companies are. I don't think it deals with the stock exchange. I, I think honestly. there's some discernment there because like, okay, so so because like also, my, my favorite video game, but, com- my developer Bungie, they don't have a stock market, but Activision you're right, does. You're right. So Bungie's not on the stock market because it's it's privately it owned. Ma- yeah. private, it has private investors, but it makes games for a company yes. Activision. Yes. It is traded that that publicly. that from what my knowledge. Of things and that, yeah. from what I've and looked like, into yeah. is like a private like so my grandparents. That's why it's such a big deal when a company does go public. My yeah, initial exactly. IPO, initial public offering. Because my grandparents own a motel. Okay. But it's not like they're accepting outside offers. Yeah, that's like true. for investments or anything. Yeah. So they are a privately funded, privately operated company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and I think that comes down to what kind of business you run, also, because if you if you run a business that offers a service to others. Like Uber or something, then you you have I, I don't know. In my mind, it's like the the motel in this instance. You can the over the, the the at the top of the umbrella is your grandparents. Yes, and they've already paid all the operating expenses. Yes, to me, a company that is like publicly offered and stuff has continuous ongoing operating expenses yes. that ha- have to balance along with the money that they make. Well, no, you can be a private company and have the ongoing expenses. That's true. Yeah, but to be uh, private and public, public is publicly funded, aka the stock market. Okay. That's how they get their like. That's how they get their investment. Yeah, it's no longer privately get, owned. It's actually publicly, publicly owned. Publicly, money wants is going to, in. Yeah, whoever if they wants make to buy enough stock, money, the dividends go out to the investors exactly. because the investors fund the company. Exactly. Whoever, right, right. whoever wants to own a stock can go buy a stock at this point. Okay. My grandparents are not selling stocks, so it would be a private company. Gotcha. So yeah, maybe we'll buy some stocks or something, dude. <laughs> I thought about that. I thought about it a lot lately. Like I know a few people who are extremely wealthy off of stocks, and I I, I know two people in in particular that I won't name. Um, name but... them. Hit them up for money, everybody. <laughs> no, no, fuck with yeah, them. Fuck with they me. were a couple years ahead of me in school, and like um, I don't know. I I want to sit down with them and ask them and truly pick their brain and say like, hey, I have a thousand dollars here. Can you? Uh, best recommend me what I should do with this thousand dollars to help me right. get to because because I swear to God one, one like at least one so, of the one of the two dudes I'm talking about I I'm pretty sure has seven figures in his bank account that's a million right yeah okay yeah so I'm pretty sure so do <laughs> he you showed me a number that was at least six do you understand that that's called an investor yeah but I don't want an investor I I don't, I don't want so a bro- I don't want a broker I don't want an investor so, so I just want, want them, I want someone with financial stock market and like wisdom So, so you to, want them to do a I job that should be paid for yeah. for free I want someone to share their knowledge with me for free because they want me to be enlightened with with <laughs> Hey if you're sharing of. knowledge with him <laughs> share with me too Exactly and dude that like that's crazy I didn't even plan to talk about it but that's my whole ideology like I don't think higher education or anything like like college and shit I don't think it should cost money, but I also don't think it should be free. What I do think should be free is the willingness to learn and the willingness to teach. Because there are people who are passionate enough about what they love and they're willing to share it and teach it to others. And there are people who are interested in things enough that they want to learn and will dedicate themselves to doing so. It doesn't require any kind of money or entity or fraternity or sorority. None of that matters. But 
the fact that our society puts it all together into this big lump allows us to connect these fucking random dots that we uh, we find all these connections right. out of. What is your time worth? My time is worth exactly as much as yours, and no one's time is worth more than anyone else's. Because okay. you guys, the only, no matter how rich you are, the only thing you can't buy more of is time. Exactly. Okay. But what I'm going to say is you talked about like teaching should be for free, but it shouldn't be because they're doing a job. They, they, and they, they should be and paid the, more. And yeah, the better yeah. they are at it, and they again, should again, get paid again, again, more. Teachers, teaching shouldn't be free. Teacher, I'm not saying teachers should okay, be compensating. Okay. I'm saying people should be willing to share their knowledge. The knowledge should – okay, not people should be willing to share the knowledge. The knowledge itself should yes, be free. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 that's what I consider the internet to be. Okay. Well, because the, well, basically Wikipedia – is a, 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 a committee of people who have decided, hey, it's important for, in this day and age, there to be an online version of the Britannica. You know, well, like, well, remember, remember door-to-door salesmen well, selling listen, encyclopedias, bro? Listen, listen, like, the issue with could, that... Could you imagine the door-to-door sales, how big the volume book would be today no, for a physical copy of an encyclopedia? The issue with that is... Because then, like... There's, there's too much knowledge to fit into no, books, bro. No, that's what no, the great no, thing no. about the internet. That's not the issue. <laughs> the issue with Wikipedia that you brought up is anybody can post on that. Not know. true. Not true. I dare you to try and edit any source on Wikipedia. You will be taken down and contacted within moments, minutes, maybe even seconds I don't know. of your contribution. Okay, I here's, promise you. Here's a great this one. This is a good experiment. Try it, people. Here's if a good one. If you think Wikipedia is bullshit, try to contribute on yourself. I dare look, you. Look up Brian Callen. Okay. Because whoever fucks with his shit... A.K. the word on the street is Chris D'Elia, changed <laughs> it to Brian Full Odense Callen, Le- legit exactly, name. Yeah. But but how long was the listing active? Maybe a day. It's not. Still he up right would, now. no. He he looked it up on his podcast. Yeah. So he had to know about it right. before the podcast started. So it's been a minute. So I think if you would have weight in the game at Wikipedia, you could just post whatever the fuck you want. That's the thing, man. And it all it all comes down to who's running the show. So what? It's not even that. I don't know if does Google. Does, uh, does Wikipedia run off like Google reviews? Because like Yelp reviews, no, they like, have if you like get public five drives. Star- like like every like once a year, whenever I go to Wikipedia, they'll be like, "We're doing our annual charitable donation thing." And the only reason Wikipedia exists is because people yeah, like you contribute money. I've seen that. Yeah, but like I mean, it comes back to public and private. No, you know? no, that, 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 I feel like that's a public entity who's willingly offering. There, there's an operating expense involved with those servers and all that information. Well, but do- pe- people who are willing to get the knowledge and want the knowledge are the ones who pay for it. That's when, why I contribute to NPR because it's my number one source of entertainment and while well, I'm driving and shit. When public you, radio. When you edit something on Wikipedia, does like it say edited last by? It, it, at the bottom, if you, you know, it's just like the Bible. When you read the Bible, it's like verse 8, verse 9, verse yeah. 10. You know, on Wikipedia, it's like verse 8, verse 9, verse 10. You scroll to the bottom of the page, the little blue links at the bottom of the page on Wikipedia are the cited... Remember how you used to have to cite sources yeah, in school? dumbest thing ever. On Wikipedia. Yeah. It's, it's not the dumbest thing ever. It's a credible way to track information based on who, who submitted it. So if, if you have a legitimate contribution of information to a subject... I already wrote the subject, fucking paper. Yeah, you did, but where did you get the information to write it? That doesn't fucking matter. That's what peer editing and journalism and, and true in, in, integrity publication... I should be allowed <laughs> to say whatever the to. fuck I want. And you can but you can't be mad when somebody else challenges it, proves it wrong. Exactly. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I need to cite shit. That's true. Yeah. But that brings up an important point because the only thing that I did want to talk about today is something called the backfire effect, right? So let me see. Well, I don't know where my phone is. It's all right. Oh, you need to restart the camera, brother. Oh, yeah, I do. This is a test. It's like five minutes. Maybe it's still recording and I'm going to surprise ourselves. Oh, shit. Minute, 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 minute
Badoop, 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 badoop. It didn't work, everybody. It didn't work. Just throw some That's how you know it's a good podcast when you lose track of time. That's no why shit. we need a production. I just looked down and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, but um, so what I want to talk about was something called the backfire effect. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, you shoot a gun and it backfires and it <laughs> comes true. back at you. Okay, let me see. Okay, Google. Okay, Google. You just pissed everybody off. What is the backfire effect? According to whatis.com, tech target, the backfire effect is the tendency of some people to resist accepting evidence that conflicts with their beliefs. Okay, so the backfire effect is if you believe in something, no matter what it is, and then somebody comes up to you and says, hey, that thing you believe in, I need you to seriously consider this information I'm about to present to you. You are then presented with information that is contradictory to your prior line of thought and identity of thought. So the backfire effect is when you're presented new information that contradicts what you currently believe, you refuse to accept it and continue to align with the old ignorant thoughts that are based in identity instead of information. So the backfire effect is when you're too ignorant to accept new facts as truth. Okay, that's important because like you were just saying, Wikipedia and all these things, like anything you read is true if you believe it. You know, like like what's the old thing? Like don't believe everything you read on the internet. Sure, fucking believe it if you want to, but you might be an idiot if you do. Also, don't believe everything everybody tells you. Exactly. I have a rule. Or you can, you just might be an idiot if you do. (laughs) Like there's all these little asterisks after everything in life. I have a rule. Right? I heard it somewhere. I don't remember where I heard it. Okay. But if one man... If so, if one person tells you you have a tail, fuck them. If two people yep. tell you you have a tail, they're ganging up on you, fuck them. Okay. If three people tell you you have a tail, turn the fuck around. Turn AK, around to show them for, your tail, or look AK, at your own look tail? for your tail. Dude, I, I've had that analogy used on me actually before, and it was about my own sexuality. Can you believe that? What are you talking about? Like, okay, so the first time... How like, does that even work the, with your own sexuality? Yeah, right, the first time that, like, somebody questioned my sexuality, I was in rehab in California. Out of nowhere, this dude named Eric calls over to me from the lodge, like, this public area, and he's like, hey, Isaac, are you gay? <laughs> and I'm just, like, like in the middle of a common space, and I'm like, like I didn't know how to respond to it, but I was just like, I was like, no. Eric was trying to fuck. <laughs> I don't care what you said. Um... He was throwing it out there. He was just giving you the option. Yeah, but like... So anyways, that was the one time. So is there someone else who came up and said, hey... Then there was a second time, (laughs) and the person who told me this said, hey man, have you ever heard the saying, if someone tells you you have a tail? Like basically this person was trying to tell me that I was gay because someone else has told me I'm gay, or like asked me if I was gay before. What? That doesn't mean you're gay. No, it doesn't mean it, but... What I'm saying is what people think is only a projection of what they're understanding. Right. I don't give a fuck if someone thinks I'm gay, straight, an alien, a Mexican. I, like, I don't care if I'm from Mars, bro. Bro, I sleep like, with dudes. I ain't even gay. Uh, exactly. I, I'll suck a dick all day. I'm not gay. Yeah, right? I'm just fucking <laughs> you know? practicing a hobby. Damn. It, yeah, exactly. I want to master a craft. Don't fucking right, exactly, hate on me. Exactly. If you build model airplanes, you're not an airplane builder. Exactly. I mean, you're I'm just not practicing a, a hobby. I don't need air traffic control. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here. I'm just sucking <laughs> dick, people. 
So that, but that's what I'm saying, really. Is like, but like, wait. But so that, was there a, was there a third person that asked you if you were gay? No, I was. I was okay, just, then I you're was clear. Just, you're clear. <laughs> They're ganging up on you, bro. But they wanted to run a train on the you. The third person is me. I wonder if I'm gay sometimes. <laughs> you know, like, Dude, I'm with you. Yeah, I think I think we're all bi. Like, if if you if you don't look in the mirror and want to fuck yourself, are you even attractive? You know, here's like, a here's a know? statistic that's 100. percent Right. Okay, so if you are a male and don't ever question yourself if you're gay, right? You're gay. <laughs> that's a fucking statistic like even if you're hardcore like straight and that's like, the thing dude no, homophobia is a real thing like men who are afraid to look at another dick are really secretly want to suck one how long down. can you glance at an erect dick without being gay in person <laughs> like first you got the shock value out so that already happened like how long are you allowed to prolong the prolong, look it's not the, a stare prolong the boner it's not a stare it's not it's just a, a look. Yeah. You are you're glancing at it. <laughs> How long are you allowed to glance before I mean, you get? As long as it registers that it's a penis and no one's asking you to look at it. Here's a really funny thing. I forget whose comedy bit it was, but it's like no one's ever asked you to pull out your dick. Like you should only ever pull out your dick if somebody asks you. <laughs> if you're thinking, "Hey, I should pull out my dick right now." <laughs> Don't only ever do it if somebody asks you. Hey, he's 100% right because I've been in that situation. And that but, comes with but, charges. But, 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 but being a man, having a dick, sometimes you think, maybe I should whip out my dick right now. Sometimes <laughs> it seems like the right thing, right? Like, hey, it can either but, go hey, 50 yeah. ways. Here's why Here's why it's not fair being a man. I'm sorry you have periods, women, and the childbirth is so painful. But here's what's not fair. I forgot. I lost my thought. Never mind. We got to work with hard dicks. Yeah. Do you remember how... Man, I had such you, a good thought. I lose my... Do you remember how annoying that was in high school, in middle school, high school? Like when you first got erections and you get, would you ever get erections in school? Cause I would. Um, I never got it like, like in front of the class, like, like, uh, I was never standing up, but I'd be like sitting in my chair yeah. and it'd be like five have to, minutes have to do before the, have to do the waistband flip. Yeah. Waistband flip all day. Right, brother. <laughs> That's the only way to get rid of it. It is. It's uh, it's the only way to tame the, tame the bones. Hold it just up in there. No one notices a thing. You're hard as a rock. But uh, I do like I do I don't even remember like getting my first boner. We should get better underwear, dude. I've been doing that. Me undies. I'm trying to get me undies to sponsor this bitch. I just ordered my third pair of me undies, motherfuckers, and they don't even sponsor this. That's how much I love them. And I've ordered five pairs now. <laughs> They're just fucking awesome, honestly. No, I haven't ordered one pair. But no, hey, not. sponsor us, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, honestly, <laughs> if you <laughs> no, they need like steel plated cock. You... In front of undies, bro. No, yeah, you want a you want a built in like cup adjuster. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like tell them they'll just caress it a, though when uh, it gets hard. You want a con a con boner, dude. I should get a flashlight and just put my dick in it. They sell them on Amazon with as much Amazon shopping as I do. I promise I've looked for them. They sell flashlights on Amazon. You say flashlights or flashlights? Flashlights. Flash that flashlight. Flashlights. Does anybody know who? Okay, so we need to like let people know what a flashlight is. I don't think we do. It's been a minute. <laughs> It's just a flashlight that turned into a vagina. It's a flashlight that instead of shining light on the given area, you turn around and you hold it the same way. You you like you hold a flashlight like this. All you do is turn the flashlight around and hold yeah. it the same way and just put it on your cock. Wait, no, you got to take the cap off because <laughs> it's hidden like a also, flashlight. Also, the most disgusting thing about flashlights is the thought of cleaning them out. I heard it's not bad. I heard they're dishwasher safe. But you but you know there's like Don't put other dishes in there. You know there's some some bitches like Stashing some semen in some or something like. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're definitely not cleaning out every use. 
Are you kidding yeah. me? I, after I'm whacking it with a flashlight, I'm definitely not cleaning it out right afterwards. Well, that's the reason I don't own one. I get high and whack off. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. And then I immediately I want to go to bed. This is one more it's thing. Like, I, it's just going to yeah, sit there. It's one more thing I have to hide if I get. And I don't, I need, don't, yeah. I don't need little baby mag lights, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a dumb joke. That's good, though. There's plenty of material there. <laughs> that's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever said. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think uh, – what else did I want to talk about? The backfire effect? The backfire effect is different from confirmation bias, correct? Because confirmation bias is when you go into something with a bias preset and then you hear something you're like, yep, it's, that's right. It's when I believe it's when you only seek out information okay, that, that makes reassures sense. your line of thought. So like if you're a Republican, you only read Republican news sites. If you're a Democrat, you only watch Democratic news. If you're neither, okay, if you're neither, right. you watch both. I think. I think confirmation bias is where you seek, you only you find what you want in your yeah. own bias. Okay, style. that makes sense. That I makes think. Sense. But but that but people who don't understand that or think about it, it's important for them to understand. Oh wait, I need to identify the places that I get most of my information from and find out what kind of sources they are. Whether you read Breitbart or the the Washington Post or CNN or Fox News. All of those news, like, like all the big news conglomerates and any kind of website that you read is ran by someone who has an idealized, you know, statement on themselves. Maybe they don't politicize themselves with a, with a term or a label like liberal or conservative. Or they have like a, that. Yeah, they have a side but, no matter yeah, what. It's important that you take into consideration what people are trying to get across to you because there's almost always an agenda. Oh, yeah, always. Which brings me up to a current event. Ba-doop, ba-doop, ba-doop. Only current event that we got. And then we ain't even probably going to talk about it. I'm out of whiskey. It. And it's only, uh, okay, 7.40. We're perfect. We got like 15 minutes. Yeah, we're probably not even going to talk about it, though. Because I don't want to talk about the actual subject. We I just have talk, some talk, views talk. on it. Okay. Uh, Ohio just passed a law. Abortion bill. Abortion bill. Right. At, after the first trimester, it is illegal. After the detection of a heartbeat. That's the first trimester. Okay. So I, I don't know how many days does that happen into a pregnancy? It happens before a okay, woman can even stop, know if they're pregnant. Stop, right? stop, stop. Well, I don't know about that, but I, I believe so. I, I believe the heartbeat can be detected before a woman actually even knows that she has missed a period. Tri- a, well, pregnant. a trimester is three months. So there's three that, trimesters. That's why. A and there birth are is, like there are, and in some states there are third trimester abortions yes. that are legal. Yeah. Just so one Which thing. Means a fully developed fetus is being removed from a human. I just want to say. That if you first off, are you pro-choice or pro-life? I am. See that. See, okay. Or, you, or are you no, still no, deciding? No, no, no. Here, this is what I want to bring up because okay. I think pro-life and pro-choice are two different things. They are honestly okay. No, no. Right. Continue. Abortion is not about choice. I do not want to stop a woman's choice to do anything. Women should be allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. That is not abortion. The same way Abor- freedom of speech and a man should be able to. Yeah. Abortion is not me keeping a woman from doing such. Abortion is taking the life of a of a being, exactly. of a baby. That is what abortion is. So I do not agree. So if you're going to now, be in yeah. uh, like arguments about this shit, right. do not bring up the fact that why are you trying to stop a woman's choice? It's not a woman's choice because we're not talking about a woman's choice to do this. We are talking about a death of a being of an actual. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the rare cases where the woman would be in, the woman would be in trouble if she gave birth or anything. Like I'm not about that. In that cases, I think the woman should be allowed to live because that like it's, 
She's already here. Okay. Like, you don't know if that baby's going to come out with a disease. It's fucked up. You don't know if that baby's going to come out with cancer. You don't know if it's going to be fucking dyslexic. You don't know if it's going to yeah, be mentally if you don't challenged. Use, yeah. Like, so I would say those let the woman things. live at that in those cases. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, a fully developed life is worth more than one that has not yet. In that, Correct. In, in, in that sense, the woman's health in life is more important than the baby's in terms of if the pregnancy will complicate the life of the mother – the mother is ultimately the more important being. Correct, because she can stop that, and she can go on to have another two, three. Maybe, maybe, or yeah, or maybe, maybe some women just cannot have children yes, the way that happens. some men can, do not have viable it, sperm. Exactly. So that that's my whole thing is like when you talk about abortion, like abortion is only the word abortion is only used in nuclear launch missions. And pregnancy abortions. Like, like no one else uses the word abortion in any kind of social context that we all would be familiar with. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go abort my plans this evening. Bro, I need to that's fuck. that's what that means. Bro, like, bro, bro, abort, bro, bro. It just means cancel. It just means, you know, people only speak about the word abortion in terms of human life. If you go hunting, you're not... You know, you're not you're not going abortion hunting to end the life of a deer or a duck. You Bro, know? I've had a pizza in fucking oven for 47 minutes now. I need to go abort it. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> like people like we've talked about it before. They're, they're words. They're words that have weight. But but I think people are taking the weight in the wrong way. It's not about choice it's, at that it, point. Yeah, it, and it's because the weight applies to so many different people so differently. But the, but the because ne- some people can't have kids but want them so bad. Right. Some people don't want them but have them. Some people got them taken away. But you, you know? made the choice to have unprotected sex. You can do everything to have protected sex. And you can do everything to not have a baby, a.k.a. pull out, swallow girls, finish with the mouth. We've talked about this before, bro. The most fucked up thing is none of us were asked to be born. It's true. Many people didn't ask to have a child. And if you are born, like, like, or if you do have a child, you your goal should change in life. To me, it's so funny that we don't accept the repercussions of the serious actions, such as sexual reproductions. Right. So, 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 in in hindsight, we say, "I never asked for this baby or whatever." You know, pe- people who people who don't take responsibility for their children. I never right. asked for this. I never wanted this. You chose it. I think as it's, opposed to yeah, being right. like, like we none of us had a choice to be born, but we're here. I've never had a baby. I, and I, I never have either. I, I, I I'm think not celibate. One chick that I, one chick, if I'm have been told the truth, one chick that I dated shortly after high school had a miscarriage, and that was like a, a weird kind of feeling because I didn't know if she was lying. I never saw any like evidence or anything. All right. I believed her, but yeah, that was the the closest I ever got. Um, and I might just have dead sperm. I really don't know. <laughs> Here's I hoping. I need to go get dead. Here's hoping, at least for me, on that dead sperm. But you I might did, want uh, kids. I'm good. I did just, uh, never mind, I'm not going to say that, I don't know. <laughs> you jerked off in a cup for the hell of it, is that what you're going to say? Oh, no, somewhere along those lines, yeah. Well, that's funny, though. But um, no, no, I, like, so you asked pro-life, pro-choice. I would be pro-life because I don't think the issue is about choice. Right. I think, you already made um, the choice to have sex. And I'm not saying you made the choice to have sex. You made the choice to be dumb and have sex in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anal has never made a kid. Blowjobs has never made a kid. You can have sex and... I'm sorry, That's true, yeah. you dudes to begin with, d- calling out dudes. <laughs> all right, learn how to pull out. It's not. We're I'm going. going I'm not going to pull out while I'm coming. <laughs> it's you need to pull out and then probably stroke it 10, 15 times. Surprise her in the face with it when she turns around. All right, grow Just up. Just get creative with it. Yes, right. <laughs> For real, yeah. They stop blue balls if you jerk off. You still got pussy, people. 
You just finish with your hand and you can fucking splatter it with it. Exactly. You can put it anywhere. You can fucking draw on her wall and then leave and she'll remember you. I don't know what the fuck you want. Just you don't want a baby. Yeah. That's why you're pulling out. Pull out sooner. That's what's so ignorant about, about it. Like you can't pretend that sex feels so good. That you can't feel yourself about to come, you know? No, I've, I know that every single time when it yeah, happens exactly. in like three so minutes. Like, yeah. like, oh, it's premature every, this time every, again. I, I, I can only assume it's similar for women, but definitely for men, there's like a 15-second period where you're like, here's the initiation, like T-10, I have, I have 9, a, 8. I have a problem with the females <laughs> minus 15 seconds because I've had a couple ladies. Yep. I'm giving them good old stuffing, you know? <laughs> of and course. Then, and then they, which I enjoy, mm-hmm. I like vocal feedback. <laughs> of course. Right? They're like, I'm coming. So, you know, I give them another, you know, pounding for You're five, like, I'm going. six, seven times. But then I'm like, okay, she's she's made it. I'm going to take a little break. I need yeah. to recuperate. She's but like, she no. wants you to. She, no, she's like, no, I wasn't there yet. It's like, but you said she was coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck are we doing? You got to say about to. You got to distinguish. Words no are very important. Shit. No shit. I'm about in. Oh, wait. I've already been in for 10 minutes. What are we talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Are you in yet? <laughs> I've never been asked that question. <coughs> Me either, luckily. I don't know if that's an actual question. Um, I imagine for very loose hold. Uh, I don't throwing, th- throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Or those kind of women. Women. <laughs> family guy said it. See, that's the weird thing about it because <sighs> it's weird. I Maybe I've never slept with a bunch of hoes that slept with big dick bandits. Right. But, uh, like, the story goes, or how science works, is women actually get, like, wet and open up. Hey, they're, 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 they are they, they get, amazing. They get open. Organic devices. Exactly. They, they get open to <laughs> They're ex- self-lubricating. Exactly. But they get open to accept the wiener of the dude. So, I've never understood. Or whatever thing I've, they want to insert yeah, in there. Banana, hot dog. <laughs> Shout out my ex-girlfriend. Um... Yeah, so you think that's a joke, but it's not. No, so but <laughs> uh, but you're talking about the 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 physical process of of. I don't uh, think you can stretch out a vagina that fucking wide. So you could probably train it, but I don't think it's ever going to feel like a hot dog down a hallway unless like yeah. she just okay. got done stuffing a pineapple Check up a pussy. <laughs> Fun fact of the podcast: So women, I'm sure you've heard of this. Question: What are Kegel exercises? It strengthens their pussy. Right. I do them every day. Do you know? The equivalent of a male Kegel. Yeah, it's tightening your asshole. Sphincter flexes. Kind of. (laughs) I'm under the 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 impression that it is... Like, have you ever had a chick ask you, how do you move your dick up and down? When it's like, yeah, when it, yeah, that's one of the weirdest questions. I, it's a weird, like, I get hard ask it, it. They're like, yeah, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know, it's just hard. But that, like, the ability to physically manipulate <laughs> your penis... Is the equivalent of a woman of a female kegel exercise? What would you say your penis hops are? I would say my <laughs> like penis jumps. I could dunk with my shit. My dick could jump dunk any you day of the week. Get some Air Jordan on that bitch. What is be the one white dude on the court that's just out there running <laughs> amok, just representing the white population. Yeah, yeah, he's not long. He's fat, and he just gets up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he doesn't get the ball. He's just on the court. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He knocks the ball away. He's not going to rebound. Automa- automatically gets it, passes it back. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Take that back. No, that's funny. Um, mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't know why I made that sound effect. That's funny. It's funny, though. But no, um, yeah, I don't know how we got there, but that was a good, that was a definitely Dude, you a were talking about 
dick flexing. Yeah. AKA I man guess, kegels. I guess I, I just, everyone should do kegel exercises. You know, it'll make your it'll make your dick. Have you? Ho- you have bigger dick hops and. You know, have you ever done a dick hop in a woman though? Sometimes it's how you reach the G spot, bro. You got a point. You yeah, got you point. know, if you got to get that extra, the extra, you know, like s- say you're like right here, and yeah, it's yeah. like her G spot's like right here. Yeah. Sometimes you just go like. I don't think about that boop, though. Boop, you know, I'm only worried about me. Let's get honest here. I already got you in my bed. That's what else thing, do yeah. I need to do? All, all, I've like, done the hard work. My like the big the, the biggest thing about sexual relationships is like um, hey yo, I'm gonna answer this real quick. Oh wait, I might I might have declined it. Yep, I declined it accidentally. Even better. Sorry, Jacob. This is shout out to you, bro. You just called me and I meant to answer it, but uh, we're going to wrap this podcast up anyways. I got, well, we, we talked about me doing one thing that you talked about. Okay. So I'm going to say some quotes because you talked about impressions. Okay. So I'm going to do some quotes and I want you to guess who it is, but we've talked about them before. I'm going to give you, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll let you know the basis of it. Okay. But I want you to guess who it is. Okay. All right. One second. Go ahead. My bad, bro. I'm filming this podcast. I'll call you back right after. He's calling. But you already sent a text. I, I, I voiced a text. It. Okay. Bam. Read the quotes, baby. Uh, so this guy, he, I'll, I'll put it this. I don't want to give it away. Right. So for his pers- profession, he is greatly known. Okay. But outside of his profession, he is... Like little, no, he little. no, he is known. Okay. Everybody knows him. And I'm just just to be sure, this is a game where I'm guessing who the quote came from. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. So and and I will I will do a little impression impression okay, yeah, sooner gotcha, on gotcha. down the line. Okay, little, yeah. I need to work on it. But uh, his first quote okay. was, "Put your mother in a straitjacket, you punk ass white boy. Come here and tell me that I'll fuck you in your ass, punk white boy. You faggot. You can't touch me. You're not man enough." I'll eat your asshole alive, you bitch. Come on. Anybody in here can't fuck with this. This is the ultimate man. Quentin Marcellus? I don't know. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have no idea. Should I be familiar with it, with that with that quote? Uh, he has a quote for when he fought Lennox Lewis. Is Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson? It's- Ooh, Mike Tyson. Okay, yes, yeah. it is. My main Process objective is to be professional, but to kill him. <laughs> there you go. That's a good. Uh, that's, that's definitely good. This dude, it might be the funniest dude unintentionally. Yeah. That first quote I read you, where you talked about fucking a white boy and then eating in his asshole. Like that. Tyson no, just doesn't care, no, bro. He no, will. I need to let you know where that happened. At okay. That happened at a weigh-in where there was two, three. <laughs> 4,000 fans in wow. the stadium watching. And it was after the after they weighed in. Yeah. They had like a little skirmish. Like they faced off and exactly. they sit kind down. They does, actually yeah. talk. Yeah. He, uh, he scared whoever he was going to fight. Got him off stage and then just started screaming at a white Straight reporter. Yeah. yeah. He also stated to a female reporter who asked him a question. He yeah. was like, uh, excuse me. Uh, are you tacking out a line? And she was like, no, I think we're all talking together. And then his response to th- that to statement that. Yeah. was, well, I usually don't do interviews with ladies, but uh, unless I fornicate with them. So you best <laughs> I feel sh- like I heard you, that. You best shut up unless you want to, you know. <laughs> what fornicate. the fuck, Mike Dyson? Hey, man, he was, um, he's a ruthless individual, that's for sure. A ruthless individual. Okay, so he, In got, all aspects. he got charged for rape. 
Yeah, he got he's, asked he's about. He's pretty sensitive he, about it. He got no. He got asked about it after he got out. You know what he said? What? He said, "Nah, but prison fucking sucked." It it honestly made me wish I would have raped her and that bitch's mama. He said that it's I all recorded. That. Yeah. What the fuck? And everybody loves him. And, but Double Jeopardy. Everybody loves him. Double Jeopardy is a real thing. You can't go to jail I don't for the care same. About you know. Double Jeopardy. Everybody loves him. He talked about. Even I don't know. If he, if, I don't know if everybody loves him. I don't think people are fam- as familiarized as you are. With the bat, you are. You do have a point. And dude, familiarity point. is everything. You can you could be turned on or turned off by but something just by knowing the familiarity. He though. also has a point. Absolutely. And well, no, 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 good, no, no, not about the. Rape if he thing. went to jail, if I went to jail for something that I didn't do, even if that was rape. After I got out, I would probably say I should have just raped her. What? I did the time for it. I would have, you know, like like that's 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 an insane psychopathic, ignorant thing to say, <laughs> you know. And like I I don't even like that I just sided with myself in saying that. Right. But the fact of the matter is, if you get, if you're found guilty of a crime you didn't commit, you might as well have fucking committed it. Right. If it if it's in, you know, if obvi- you already did the time, you might obviously as well just let if the fuck it, if it's happen. yeah, it's kind of like no, I can't say that because of the Innocent Project they do such good, bro. <laughs> They actually go in and they like solve like unpassed uh, murders. People get like solving yeah thirty yeah. years of imprisonment yeah, yeah, wrongful. Yeah, yeah. Those, those amazing. Uh, that yeah. that's uh, that for another podcast. We should look up some cases of like the longest wrongful imprisonment and not and not bullshit cases like fucking Stephen Avery because that motherfucker did it. Making murder, he fucking killed. Oh him. yeah, those shows are really yeah they they really do they peak the. Uh... Anyways, I don't think Mike Tyson like he had a great defense on his rape case. I'm not saying he didn't rape her. I don't know what happened in that fucking hotel room. Right. But uh, a lot of people don't know the facts of the case is uh, she got called up there. They weren't hanging out together. She got called up there at two o'clock in the morning. Damn. And showed up. What wow. do you think's gonna happen in Mike Tyson's fucking hotel room at two o'clock in the morning? Uh, yeah. The only thing, the only thing that anyone would go there for. Okay, what, what, what are you gonna do at two o'clock in the morning if you call a female? Either, to a, your hotel either room? drugs or sex. Either or, and if there's <laughs> or both. One, if there's one, there's gonna be the well, other. Yeah, exactly. Why would you not? Are, like bitches I, love I feel like, coke. I feel like that's the that's the case with R. Kelly as well. Like, the, well, the, the, he the, peed the, on bitches. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about this, my guy. And this is the thing, like, dude. All, 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 all I know for a fact is that drugs and lust. In terms of sexual identity, right? Lust and drugs combine so combine for so the most powerful. regretful experiences of your life. Regretful, but powerful. Yeah, it's fun. But powerful, fun. Fun. You can't a- say after it's not the fact. After the fact, you might have an identity crisis and be like, "Did I, re- oh, did, I did I really suck that guy's dick?" You will. <laughs> but but the thing about it is, like ten years because I've had these I've had these moments. <laughs> right, and we all have. I've been three, like, four, five years later. Like after you, like you're set up, you're doing. As long as you can recover and you're as still doing good, as long as you can good, own it, as long you as you don't pretend it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not. Well, I don't want to say own it right. because there's people that get like sexually assaulted, raped, and whatnot, and they you, are fucked up for the rest of their life. Yeah, sexually yeah, yeah. molested, whatnot. Exactly. But as long as you can, like, if as long as you can move past it, I'm not saying rape, sexual assault, molestation is something you should be able should, to move yeah, past. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm not an saying, easy like, thing to get over. Dumb shit on drugs and fucking naked in a dude's room at two o'clock in the morning for some reason he's giving you a massage <laughs> as long as you know you make it past as long it, as you can own it just good you'll be fine trust yeah. me i've been there and too, like, too too many people take their own like 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 possibility of like pe- people act like if they have a gay thought they're gay they take it too extreme <laughs> yeah like, you know live with it like hey if, if, you, if it. you have a murdering thought you're not a murderer. No. <laughs> you know, you just had a murderous thought. Yeah. And and I think I've said it before. Russell Brand said it. Like, whether it's depression or, you know, sexuality or whatever it is, just realize that you are the witness 
of most of your thoughts and not the thoughts themselves. Correct. Don't d- don't define yourself as these crazy racing thoughts you have all day long. Because I know I don't, and I know we have some crazy thoughts, and that's exactly why we start this podcast. Because no there's plenty shit. to talk about, you know? <laughs> all right, people. I think that's it. I uh, think so, too. The only thing I will say is rate and review on iTunes, and everything else will be in the description below. Definitely drop us five stars. We appreciate it, guys. This has been Joker and the Smoker, episode 16. We love you. Thank you, guys. I like dick. Peace! <laughs> We already know. (laughs) Nothing new, Brandon. Good episode, bro. That was a great fucking episode. Let's get that audio and kill it. I'm going to come over here and do a mozzarella. I don't even learn how to use the mozzarella. Space bar.